It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Martin Mayhew comes to us from the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis on the quarterbacks, talking about the quarterbacks and more. Plus, do the commanders have a set plan to address that quarterback position? All of that and more right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you haven't already checked us out over on YouTube, please come through, see our ugly mugs, and find out why we are perfect for radio. We thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison covering the Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation and my co-host Chris Russell, the Rooster, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the team. 980. Find Chris and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or we're not here, we're on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO Commanders. Chris, at this stage of the offseason, uh, so much is still unknown, especially in the quarterback arena. It would absolutely be crazy, in my opinion, for the Washington Commanders to have already established their NFL draft game plan. But according to at least one national reporter, that's exactly what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah, right. So, uh, first of all, I don't think we're that ugly, are we? <laughs> I don't. Self self deprecating humor works for me. That's the way I've, I've lived yeah, my I'm, life. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna smile this pretty little face or not so little <laughs> face. Um, all right. So the national reporter that you're meth- mentioning is Dan Graziano of ESPN. So this happened on a Thursday morning's Get Up episode with Mike Greenberg and a cast of, uh, you know, guys. And he basically was doing kind of like a scuttlebutt around the combine in Indianapolis, David. And, you know, I don't have the exact quote of what he said, but he what he, the gist of what he said was that the commanders are now fully focused on a quarterback in the draft while at the combine. Now, you could say, well, of course they're fully focused on a quarterback at the combine because, well, there are no veteran free agents or veteran trade quarterbacks at the combine to talk to and evaluate. uh, And you're not really supposed to be tampering, talking to agents about again, already established clients. So you could say we're only focusing on quarterbacks, but the way Graziano reported it was that Washington has shifted its mentality to, hey, we don't know if, and we don't think we're going to get an Aaron Rodgers, a Russell Wilson, who are these guys are available, Deshaun Watson, so on and so forth. We know the names. And that they're already focusing and, and shifting, again, their focus to the Kenny Pickett's of the world, the Malik Willis's of the world. So my question yeah. to you, David, is that nuts? Is that crazy? What are we doing here? Like, why are we giving up if that's even remotely true? I mean, the the only way I can see this being true is basically because uh, this kind of goes into one of the reports we're going to talk about later. But you also already talked about a little bit in that Steve Kime reporting that the Washington Commanders basically had this list of 40 or 40 plus quarterbacks that they were kind of interested in. They were going out there to see 
uh, you know, if other teams were interested in dealing or some of them were rookies, some of them were unrestricted free agents to be. And uh, basically the tea leaves are kind of going out there and saying, you know, Jameis Winston, uh, I saw a report coming out this week that Jameis Winston is interested in returning to New Orleans. New Orleans is interested in Jameis Winston staying in-house and continuing to develop what they were building uh, before he got injured. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe they just look at Teddy B and they say, you know what, he doesn't fit our offense. We right. looked at him, you know, because again, just because you look at 40 quarterbacks doesn't mean you like 40 quarterbacks. So sure. we looked at Teddy B, we don't like him. Uh, we talked to the Niners about Jimmy G. They want too much for him, et cetera, et cetera. Go down the list. It could possibly be because in January, Chris, this offseason for the quarterback position was about to be the craziest thing the NFL has ever seen. We were going to have like six or seven starting quarterbacks change positions. Now, not even a full two months later, really, we might have one. You know what I mean? You might have one established quarterback who doesn't start for the team that he started for in 2021. It's just kind of insane how quickly the narrative has kind of shifted. And for the Washington Commanders, they may come to they may have come to a point where they realize that the guys who are available, either via trade or via free agency, aren't the guys that we want. The guys we want aren't available. And again, I've always kind of had this this mindset. If you're a head coach and you know you've got two or three years to really kind of build something, going after a rookie isn't as scary. Ron Rivera's had two seven-win seasons. Granted, one of those seven-win seasons produced a division title and a playoff berth. I think Ron Rivera might have a little bit more job security in this situation than most back-to-back seven-game winners because of the fact that he is the right face, the right head coach for an organization that has so much going on around it like this one does. So if Ron Rivera knows, if Jason Wright and Ron Rivera and Martin May, if all these guys know they've got three years or so to really kind of put this thing together fully, going after a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis or a Matt Corral, whatever it is, isn't as scary. And it's possible that they've already gotten there. It's just, to me, I would not allow myself to get there that fast because you have time. Right. I I still think even if even if that's the feeling that they're giving to Graziano and other reporters and other insiders at a bar, at a restaurant, whatever, that's fine. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't, again, continue to unturn every stone. Right. Like, I mean, think about it. You mentioned like Teddy Bridgewater. That's not even a guy that I really even consider, but he is available. Right. What about a Carson Wentz? What about an Andy Dalton? Right. I mean, I know commanders fans would be really excited about those guys. Right. (laughs) What about, you know, potential trades? You mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Apparently Pittsburgh is hot on his trail. Plus he's got the shoulder surgery. I don't really want Jimmy G at this point. I was maybe interested in him, you know, earlier this offseason at the right Mm -hmm. price. I have no interest in Carson Wentz. But again, you keep turning over every stone. What if Baker Mayfield is truly available in Cleveland? What if right. Lamar Jackson is available in Baltimore? Why? Because they don't think they're going to want to pay him 45 or $50 million on a long-term extension. I mean, I'm throwing pasta to the wall to see right. if it sticks, but you get my point. Keep turning over every stone. The one thing I don't want them to do, David, I don't know if we've discussed this. I know I've discussed it on my radio show. I do not want them to be so desperate when we get to the first round of the draft that at number 11, they go, oh my God, we have to trade assets that we didn't trade for a veteran established proven quarterback. We have to trade assets to move up to eight, nine, to leapfrog Denver, to leapfrog Carolina, to leapfrog other teams, to get the guy that we've identified as the one guy we want to work with primarily. I do not want that in any way, shape or form. 
No, absolutely. I mean, bottom line, this quarterback class is not a strong quarterback class. Like, there's some potential here, and I know there's been some GMs who said, there's going to be five guys in this class that start NFL games. Well, listen, just because you start an NFL game doesn't mean you're a starting caliber NFL quarterback. There are two, those are two different schools of thought. And yes, guys from this draft class will start NFL games. But again, this goes back to what Ron Rivera talked about back on Radio Row, the Super Bowl. Their mission is to go find the guy. If they're focused on finding the guy, Unless you think the guy you're trading from 11 to 7, 11 to 8, whatever it is, is the guy, which I can't see how any of the any of the quarterbacks in this class are going to be considered to have that classification, you should not be trading draft capital move up to get a guy. Now, if you go get the best guy because you're in a situation where you kind of have to, that's that's kind of a rock and a hard place. And look, we all get to a point where you have to sacrifice a little bit of your of your uh, your principles for for the mission at hand and for the job at hand because you know one thing. And that is that Taylor Heineke cannot go into training camp as the undisputed number one quarterback for this team. There has to be competition in some way, shape, or form. But, again, with the quarterback market going the way it is, I'm so curious about Mitchell Trubisky because as much as I'm kind of down on him, it's it's hard to deny he does have the intangible tools that you look for in an NFL quarterback. I almost just kind of wonder maybe he's too damaged to be repaired. But I know a lot of other people are very high on Trubisky compared to where I am, and I don't claim – to be to be a you know a perfect individual and know everything about everything, or else I would probably be sitting sitting in Ron Rivera's office right now versus my home office. But if they believe that Mitchell Trubisky can be a guy at the right value, at least you go bring in someone like him. Even if you do end up drafting a guy on say day two, and then you have uh, Taylor Heineke, because you know what, if you got Carson Strong, Desmond Ritter, let's just say for argument's sake in day two, Mitchell Trubisky, Taylor Heineke. And I don't know a guy that you draft, you know, Brock Purdy out of out of Iowa State, maybe later on in the draft. If you bring those four guys into camp and Taylor Heineke beats all four of them, hey, man, let's roll. You know what I mean? At least you're fighting for that job. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, I, again, I, th- I I still think I, I think the way this report was shaped is, is probably very wrong. Uh, it yeah. ultimately might turn out this way. But, you know, ultimately, I don't think this team can go into the draft or into the draft feeling a a sense of desperation as opposed to urgency. That's a a big fine line uh, for me. So we will see, obviously, as more rumors continue to generate, not only this weekend, but also think about it as free agency nears in the middle of this month. Yeah, it could also be smokescreen. This is the season. Maybe Washington gets a feeling somebody behind them wants a quarterback. If we put out there in the stratosphere that we want a quarterback and we're sold at number 11, maybe we get some offers to come in or we at least get somebody to spend a little bit more to get a guy that we didn't want in the first place anyway. Kick the guy we do want down the road just a little bit. Whatever it is, believe the rumors. Don't believe the rumors. NFL draft prop bets are some of the best and the most fun to wager on. They're going to be coming around soon. Some of them are already up, actually. Because the football games might be over, Chris, but the games within football, far from done. Far, They're never done, let's be completely honest with you. But there are some other sports. Baseball is not in action, but hockey is on the ice. Basketball is on the court. Both of those going full steam ahead. And for your latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired head coach is going to land, betonline.net is your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains your best spot for all your sports scores, podcasting, and news this season is not just basketball or hockey. They've also got boxing and UFC. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, 
TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? That quite literally would be a move. Or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house. Or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. All right, this is the Locked On Commanders podcast. Good to have you with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Make sure you're following the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available uh, on all platforms and wherever you get your podcasts. Along with David Harrison, at dharrison82, I'm Chris Russell, at Russellmania621, the podcast, at LO Commanders. You can follow David, or read David, I should say, on SI.com's Fan Nation, me on the radio, uh, with Pete from 3 to 7 on the team, 980. All right, David, so Martin Mayhew, the team's general manager, spoke about the quarterbacks in Indianapolis and – Maybe you'll be surprised, maybe you won't be surprised, but Martin Mayhew was pretty candid about what he had to say. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we're looking at all opportunities there in terms of quarterback. You know, first I just want to say you know, how much I appreciate Taylor Heineke. You know, he had a battlefield promotion. Um, our starter played 16 snaps last season. He was our backup, played the entire season for us. He did yeoman's work. Uh, one of the hardest working guys that I've, I've been around, one of the toughest competitors. So I just thank the world of Taylor and really appreciate him. Uh, but we are looking to upgrade that position, and we're looking at every angle that's possible. Uh, we're looking at you know trade possibilities, draft possibilities, free agents. We're looking at everybody. That is a big piece of the puzzle, as you said. Um, what we spend there, obviously, we can't spend somewhere else. So uh, that we're waiting. We're trying to get that to come together. Working on that, but we're also working on our, our own guys and trying to see what commitments that we can make. And that's all part of the, when I said moving pieces, that's what that all is. All right, so David, you just heard from Martin Mayhew talking about the quarterbacks. They're turning over every stone. Again, as we just get kind of a conflicting report with what Graziano apparently uh, reported. So I guess my question to you, any problem with Martin Mayhew being honest, being candid? I mean, Ron has basically said the same thing on yeah. and off the record. I, I thought Mayhew was maybe a touch more refreshing and a touch more direct, but any problem with Mayhew basically saying, hey, you know, that Taylor Heineke is a nice story, nice guy, hard worker, all that great guy to have around. We're going to need to get not rid of him, but we need to do a lot better. No, I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate the honesty. And I think, and, and to be quite honest with you about his honesty, this is one of those situations where, I don't want to say you don't have a choice because you always have a choice to use, you know, circumlocution, especially when we're talking about something coming out of the nation's capital. But nobody believes Taylor. Heine. I mean, we even saw it during the season, Chris, the Heineke hive kind of started quieting down a little bit. I think everybody kind of realized, yeah, he's he's had some flashy moments, uh, some splash moments. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I had a Bucks fan actually 
uh, come at me on Twitter and ask me if maybe Taylor Heineke was available for trade from Washington to come lead the Buccaneers. Because if you watch that one game that Taylor Heineke played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you might be thinking, man, this is this is a really good quarterback. And, and if that instead of Tampa Bay, it would be what Taylor Bay. It would be Taylor Bay. Yeah, I don't know, but and if and you know what, if that is what you got every single week from Taylor Heineke, we probably wouldn't be having as much of this right. discussion as we are. Right. But the but the truth is, that's not what you get every week. That's not what you get consistently. In fact, that's actually more of the outlier than it is the standard, and that's unfortunate. But that's just the truth. And that's what we were talking about all regular season. And Ron Rivera, like you said, has been more forthcoming about it. Taylor was asked about it at Super Bowl role. And, 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 and I'll give Taylor some credit, knowing that that's basically what you're going to be talking about is the fact that your team doesn't want you to be, you know, uh, ushered in as the starter next year without at least some competition. Um, he handled the, the question, you know, well, and he put himself on the national stage and allowed it to be aired out there. So I give Taylor a lot of credit for standing up to the challenges, but if if good personality and will and determination made people successful alone, then a lot there would be some other people on the world that are successful. But unfortunately, talent is a prerequisite, and Taylor's talent is just limited in scope for what the NFL today needs. To be quite honest with you, Taylor, ten years ago, is actually probably a pretty good starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, Taylor. Again, not to overkill this, Taylor's capable of starting. The mm. question is, is whether he's capable of elevating and whether he's capable of starting and executing at a a better level than what we saw last year. As you mentioned, mm. some of the inconsistencies, ups and downs, the good Tampa, Carolina, the bad, well, a lot of other games, uh, most notably Denver, Green Bay, Kansas City, <laughs> New Orleans, New before Orleans, the bye, yeah. uh, all of that. Uh, so we will, you, you know, again, we will have to see, and that's why teams are always in search of more talent at that position and, and also more consistency. David, uh, Martin Mayhew also said something that I kind of found interesting. Um, he was asked by a small group of reporters if the trip to Indianapolis, remember there was no scouting combine last year because of COVID, right. uh, if the trip to Indianapolis was beneficial for free agency, meaning not the draft, right? Beneficial for free agency. Now, again, listen to what he says and think about it from a different perspective, which we'll examine in just a moment. Right. We've had several meetings with some of our some of our guys. Obviously, a lot of them we'd like to have back with our football team. Um, and uh, those discussions are really ongoing. Uh, this is the first one of the first steps in the process. We've been in contact since the season ended. And now we have the opportunity to sit down and talk with the agents face to face. Um, a lot of it depends on how things shape out at other positions and, and where we spend money other places. So there are a lot of moving pieces to it. But it's great to get a sense um, kind of, of where those guys are, what their mindset is. Uh, and most of them want to be back with us. And that's great to hear. All right. So, David, I don't know if you took it kind of the same way I do. Maybe this is just the conspiracy theory in me or the conspiracy theorist in me. Yeah. It, it seemed like Martin caught himself. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, he's asked about if the trip is beneficial for free agency. And. Yeah. Like maybe the reporters were trying to get him to talk about not only the Brandon Sheriffs of the world, which he he's been having conversations presumably with Brandon Sheriff's agent for a year and a half now since he took the job, and the the team has been having conversations with Brandon. What would the combine necessarily change about that? 
I wonder if he caught himself. My 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 senses, my my spidey senses, is that he caught himself and be you know like yeah, we talked to some guys that we probably weren't supposed to talk to, but well, you know we're talking to our guys too. Yeah, of course it's beneficial. Uh, maybe I, again, maybe I'm conspiracy theory one hundred and one here, but that's the way I took it. I mean, there's there's not a person around who doesn't believe that these these deals start getting brokered yeah. way before they're supposed to. I mean, look. I would love to think that we live in a world where, you know, uh, legal tampering starts at midnight or whatever time it is. And and 15 minutes later, we've got this multi-year, multi-million dollar contract worked out with all these stipulations and considerations and right. bonuses outlined. That's not that's not realistic. That's not realistic. The, but the idea is to keep the illusion alive. Right. It's not so much. It's not that you need to believe a rabbit started in the hat. You just need to believe that the rabbit came out of that. Did the rabbit come out of the hat? Yes, it did. How it got there. Don't even need to worry about it. As long as it doesn't come to light, we're going to be OK. Um, but listen, I'll tell you what's not ta- what's not illegal tampering. Martin Mayhew, Mickey Loomis, they meet up at the bar. Uh, they have a couple of old fashioned. And during the conversation, Martin says, hey, what do you think about that quarterback you have under contract currently? Because it's still the new league year. Is he going to be under contract at the beginning of the next league year? And Mickey says, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It might be worth uh, looking into your pockets to see if maybe you want to sign a guy like that. That's not tampering. That's not even really direct note negotiations. Now, I think it goes beyond that. Yep. I think you think it goes beyond that. But we're just gonna we're just gonna leave it at that type of conversation. I, I like the whole bar and the old fashioned as well. <laughs> well, I've never been to the scouting combine in Indianapolis. Yeah. I've been told many, many, many stories yeah. about things happening at Prime Forty Seven and St. Yeah. Elmo's and at many a bar in Listen, Indianapolis. The, the rule me. is when there's when the liquor is flowing, everything's off the record. So you know. Oh, yeah. Maybe no maybe you're sitting at a bar in Indianapolis. Maybe you're drinking a seven and seven. That's my favorite drink. Maybe you look over and you see a couple of head coaches talking or a couple of GMs talking. And maybe a couple months later, there's a trade negotiated. And you kind of think back to yourself, oh, that's, that's interesting. I wonder if that's what they were talking about. I'm not saying they were talking about it. I'm just saying maybe it's a coincidence. Yeah, uh, perhaps. We, you know, I'm, I'm sure it, 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 wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah. It might happen. All right. You know what could happen and what should happen maybe after a night of drinking is you got to get back on track and you got to eat something healthy and you got to eat something to fuel your day. And that's Built Bar. That's right. All of the NFL should already know. I'm sure they already knew. Uh, know that Built Bar is the way to get your day started or for a midday snack or post-workout treat or late night dessert instead of that cocktail at the bar. Have yourself a Built Bar, right? Why go to the bar when you can have yourself a Built Bar or you can have the awesome Built Puffs. If you haven't tried those, protein-infused marshmallow treat, fluffy, deliciousy, marshmallowy, uh, banana cream pie is my favorite, coconut marshmallow as well, cinnamon churro, oh, so good. And of course, Built Bars, if you're not already aware, and you should be, low in calories, high in protein, low in uh, net carbs, low in grams of sugar, all of that. Built Bars are awesome, great flavors, of course, uh, different flavors, mint brownie, David's favorite, mine, uh, the peanut butter, anything with peanut butter and chocolate is good. They also have cookies and cream. And they're always coming out with limited time flavors. Go check them out at Built.com. And when you check them out at Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order, boys and girls. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment here in the final episode of the week for the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison and Chris Russell coming at you together here on Twitter at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, and at LO. Commanders before the team, the Washington Commanders, apparently settled on a on drafting a quarterback. Chris, at least according to some reports, like we've talked about, they did do some reaching out to other teams about the available availability of players on their roster legally, not even at a bar necessarily, probably office to office over video chat, video conference, teleconference, turning over every stone, as the uh, the saying has become very popular here covering this team, including apparently. Stones that reside in Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas, I guess I don't, I shouldn't presume which side of the line Patrick Mahomes lives on, but apparently there's speculation, Chris, that the commanders called the Chiefs even about, about the availability of Patrick Mahomes. Huh. David, I have a, uh, a bridge in Brooklyn, New yeah. York, that I'd like to send you, sell you for a nickel. Yeah. You want to buy it? Is that like that beachside property I've got in Missouri? Maybe, perhaps. Um, so what do we make of this? I Listen, um, can, the Kansas City Star, KansasCity.com, they generated this headline, wow, Washington called about Patrick Mahomes. Well, they didn't actually confirm that that happened. It came and rooted out of a report from John Kime of ESPN, you know, that Washington had, again, 42 quarterbacks on their list and called or reached out to all 31 other teams. Maybe that is true. Maybe we are to believe that they've already done that. But I mean, maybe, David, instead of calling about Patrick Mahomes because they know he's simply unavailable, maybe they called about Shane Bouchelle, the backup quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, Chad Henney is a free agent. So, I mean, I guess they could have reached out to Chad Henney or Chad Henney's agent or whatever, but Shane Bouchelle and Patrick, maybe they did reach out about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Andy Reid stuffed Washington, the organization, in the face in 2010 for Donovan McNabb and 2018 for Alex Smith. So maybe third time's a charm? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think this is taking John Kimes 40 plus 40 quarterback list, you know, report uh just a little just a little too far. I mean again you could you could go through the backup rosters of every NFL team and build yourself a list at least 35 to 45 names deep. And I don't think the Washington commanders necessarily calling about like, they're probably not calling the Atlanta Falcons about Felipe Lopez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's probably not realistic. So I, I think this is just one outlet, you know, stretching, stretching a, a very general report by John Kime and, and kind of using it to narrowly focus. It's, it's almost like stat scouting. You know what I mean? Like you, you take, you take quarterback a and then their, their completion percentage is higher than quarterback B and, it turns out that quarterback B is Tom Brady and quarterback A is Teddy Bridgewater. So, oh, you should sign Teddy Bridgewater over time. Like it, 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 it gets views. It draws attention. I mean, we even we're talking about it, but I think right. to a certain extent, we're almost talking about it to kind of like realize like John Kime didn't do this. Like John Kime did his job, wrote his report, did a very good job, and other people are now kind of taking it. I'm going to stop short of calling it bastardizing it, but at the same time, I'm then saying it. So you get They're you get twisting the drift. It. They're twisting yeah. it. I mean, and you know. I'm not going to claim to be perfect. I won't sit here and say that I've never had a comment on something I've written saying it was clickbait. So we've all been accused of it from time to time. But I think some 
some situations are a little bit more clear about what they are than others. No doubt about it. All right. Before we say goodbye for the weekend, just going to pass along this note. The great book that never happened, Robert Griffin III, who I covered from, you know, before he even stepped in the building. And boy, was that yeah. a complicated relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me on that. Uh, has abandoned, apparently, the book that yeah, he was nobody gonna was going to buy in the first place. That, yeah, the tell-all that he was going to write about his days in Washington. The question for me, David, did Commander Dan get to him? I yeah. want to know if he ever found an author, because I know he's not going to write it by himself. He's going to no, 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 be... Well, well, he had Gary Myers. I was going to say, did he have an author? Veteran journalist, yeah, and, and Simon and & Schuster was the publisher. Uh, but I talked to Gary, actually, on... Uh, Thursday. Yeah. And Gary just said, you have to go, you know, he couldn't comment. You had to go through Robert uh, and or the publisher. So the point is, is reportedly there's no more book and, and, and it's not going to happen again. But did Commander Dan get to Robert or how about this Commander Congress? We will see more yeah, on that yeah. and the scouting combine coming up uh, next week and more quarterback drama for sure. All right, guys, we want to make uh, thank you again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen of the day, the Locked On NFL Draft podcast with Ryan Tracy and former NFL quarterback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL draft to life each and every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. If you want to hop in, it's LockedOnWashingtonCommanders.com. Uh, I'm sorry, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com at gmail.com, or if you want to hop in on the voicemail, it's 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577 for David Harrison, who's covering the Washington Commanders for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell event, her show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. If you're out and about, please be safe. Please drive slowly. Be kind to one another. And thank you again for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.